This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome you to the Warning Television Program. Wherever you're watching me throughout the United States or around the world, welcome. Also, those that are listening to me on our warning radio, shortwave, or social media. Welcome. It's a live audience. We're in our chapel here at World Ministries International. I want to talk about attributes of eagle warriors. Attributes of eagle warriors. Eagles saving nations is designed by the Holy Spirit to have people with the attributes of an eagle to be trained in a cohesive fighting army of believers in one accord to stop the tyranny destroying nations and return men and women to their godly roles, morality, and values. To cut off the head of Goliath, to tread on snakes and scorpions. The goal is to have men and women become true ambassadors, eagles, to represent Jesus in power and authority through the Holy Spirit, to preserve and save a nation from treasonous enemies who hate God and his people. Like Haman, they want to destroy true Christianity and enslave all those who resist their tyrannical policies, like taking the COVID vaccination. As an eagle, we will use all the truths in the attributes that make eagles powerful and victorious to save nations. Exodus 19.4, you yourself have seen what I did in Egypt, how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Ezekiel 17.7, but there was another great eagle with powerful wings and full plumage. Deuteronomy 32.11, like an eagle that stirs up its nest and hovers over its young ones that spreads its wings to catch them and carries them on pinions. Proverbs 30, 19 alludes to the arch enemy of mankind, the way of eagle in the air, the way of serpents on a rock. One should take note that eagles fly above their enemies without fear and avoid the pitfalls and temptations a person can get by hanging out with them or getting too close. The Bible is filled with, again, scripture on eagles. Psalms 103.5 quotes, Who satisfied thy mouth with good things, so thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Isaiah 40.31, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. 
They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Ladies and gentlemen, we need warriors. We need men and women like eagles. Again, eagles saving nations. Please go to my website, www.worldministries.org and click on Eagles Saving Nations and subscribe. Now, I'm going to give you nine attributes of eagles. One, faithfulness. Eagles mate for life and their partner depends on them to help them raise and feed their babies. True human leaders are also trustworthy and dependable. Their spouse can depend on them. Their children can depend on them as well as all other people. Wherever they make commitments, their promises are kept, including their commitment to healthy living through proper eating and drinking habits, exercise, and sleep. Two, focus. The eagle never lose focus of its prey. The prey is as good as dead. A good successful leader never loses focus of the vision and the task at hand to accomplish that vision. They are driven as a matter of life or death. Moses was driven to get to the promised land. But first he had to get the people free from slavery under Pharaoh in Egypt. We must eliminate whatever is not necessary in accomplishing our vision. Three. Excellent vision. Eagles can focus on their prey as far as five kilometers away. The eagle allows no obstacles to stand in his way until they pray. The prey is dead. As human eagles, we are not distracted from anything but focused on our enemies that would enslave the people of God and lead this nation into slavery. Eagles will not be denied. We will accomplish all God has intended for us to represent him until our prey is dead. In other words, until we overcome tyrannical policies, unconstitutional laws, violations of human rights, until we put the right people in and take the traitors out, we will not lose focus until the prey is dead. For eagles are bold, courageous, and fearless. They have no fear of their adversary and the adversity. They will attack something much bigger than they are as they don't allow the size or strength of the animal to deter them if it gets in their way. As an eagle, we must have the spirit of a conqueror, a warrior and leader as a David. Goliath and the Philistines were much bigger, but his eyes were on the Lord. He knew where his power came from and God would defeat his enemies. Elijah. Moses, John the Baptist, and the list could go on and on, who came against insurmountable odds, like Pharaoh, the ten plagues, the sea. Yet, they kept their eyes focused. They defeated one obstacle after another, and they finally made it to the promised land. Even if an, it's an elephant, we defeat and eat it one bite at a time. In other words, we don't care how big the obstacle, we take one step after another, one plan and strategy after another, and we finally defeat that enemy. True leaders will always face challenges and Goliaths head on. With the power of the Holy Spirit, we will attack and we will win. 
Eagles will always face challenges and problems, not try to circumvent or avoid a battle. Some people want to avoid being criticized, so let's just keep our mouth shut. If you keep your mouth shut, you lose the war. Can you imagine God tells Moses what to tell Pharaoh, but he just wants to keep his mouth shut. He just doesn't want to take Pharaoh's wrath, his indignation, his criticism, and his attack. Like an eagle, never surrender or give in to self-pity. Five, nurturing. Eagles share the incubation period. The mothers know when to teach their young to fly by having them ride on their backs and then shifting from under them so the young test their wings. The mother will repeat this process until the young one learns how to fly. If they are slow learners, the mother will put the one back in its nest and then rip the nest apart until the young one has to fly. In other words, they force them to become a mature eagle, to get out of the nest. They force them not to be lazy or fearful. They force them to be a warrior. Eagles are fiercely protective, even in the making of their nests, which are made of thorny branches on highest cliffs or the tallest trees. Then they layer the nest with soft grass, branches, and feathers where the young ones are born to give them warmth and comfort without being injured by the initial thorny branches which protect them from predators. Likewise, Christian eagles must protect, nurture, and train up other believers so they don't get devoured by the enemies of the church, the enemies of the republic, and are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. We need eagles because right now the church is being attacked and destroyed all over the place and some don't even know where the enemy is coming from. They don't even see the enemy. They can't even identify the enemy. Eagles will train younger members of the church to recognize their enemies so they too can soar above meteorocracy and rise into true maturity to be effective leaders in fulfilling the great commission of making disciples so the nation can be free. If the righteous rule, the people prosper. But if evil men rule, the righteous are made slaves. And there is no peace, only destruction and tyranny. Six, discernment, tenacious, determined. Discernment is critical. Eagles have the ability to sense the arrival of a storm. Can you sense and discern something is desperately wrong? I've known that for years. I've been shouting the alarm, giving warning since 1985. Could we see that there's been a plan and a strategy to destroy America, to take away our morality, our values and beliefs, to turn us into pure hedonism and a communist nation? Since 85, I've been screaming this message, holding conferences, warning what is going on right now. Not only do they sense the coming storm, but they seem to cherish it. In other words, we don't pull back. I get more and more and more motivated, determined, zealous for God. When I see the Goliath, I get a bigger sword. I get a bigger Goliath, give me another sword. Only bigger yet. I will not pull back. Eagles don't pull back. We eat that elephant one bite at a time. We win. We take this nation back for Jesus Christ which is the only hope of our salvation and our freedom. Instead of hiding like other birds, due to escape the storm dangers, eagles come out of their nest 
And using the force of the winds, they use their wings to carry them above the storm. If you're not an eagle, you run and hide. Get your head in the ground, get your tail feathers shot off. You know, an ostrich. They adjust their wings so they can fly to greater heights. As with the eagle, we will train and equip believers to use the word of God and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. To go into the storms of life and dangers of demonic-led people with power to overcome all their attacks and weather the storms until we can say the waves are now calm. Jesus wasn't worried about the storm. His pathetic, immature disciples were. They were gossiping and criticizing and murmuring, and Jesus was sleeping like a baby because he knew where his strength came from. Our nation is safe, and Christians can enjoy life and liberty and prosperity if we are tenacious, have discernment, determined, and conquer the storm. Seven, vitality and resilience. An eagle has the ability to be resilient. After 30 years of life, now listen to this. In other words, midlife, 30 years of life, the eagle's body starts to deteriorate. Its flight and speed slow down due to calcification. Its talons aren't as flexible, and its beak becomes dull. It cannot be as effective in fighting, defending itself, or eating. Instead of quitting, retiring, and dying, like a lot of people do, it goes through a transformation by attending to its issues. See, we don't have to grow weary, sit back, fat and sassy, and die. We can continue to fight the good fight, eat properly, sleep properly, exercise properly, feed ourselves with the word and the spirit, and renew our strength. We can get stronger. I got a man on my staff, 80 years old. He works with me all day, and then he goes out and works another three, four hours outside. He can do the work of... Some people in their 30s, 40s, and 50s that are too lazy to do anything except for sleep after work. He's a good challenge for others. Hey, get off your tail and do something. Amen? 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 That's a big amen. Should be a big amen even from his son. Instead of quitting, retiring, and dying, it goes through a transformation of attending to its issues. It hits his head against a rock, breaking the beak till it falls off. The eagle plucks out its talons and feathers, allowing it to, its body to grow back, renewed and strong, so it can live another 30 years. I told Dr. Buckhart, man, I don't want to hear retirement at 80 years old. Caleb took the mountain, and you're going to take a lot. Uh, we have not begun to fight. There's not a sword big enough for us to grab and swing. Are you understanding me? I am more determined than ever before. I don't know what you are. If you're ready to retire, hey, go find a hole and uh, dig it. Crawl in it, go to heaven. But uh, I'm not willing to crawl in a hole yet. I'm taking mountains. I'm taking nations. Goliath's head are coming off and Pharaoh and the wicked kings. It's time to rise up, to renew our strength, to take care of our bodies properly, not to violate our bodies through negligence. We as Christian eagles must take time to build ourselves up in the faith by daily devotions, time with the Holy Spirit, and time in training. We are losing America because we are not strong but weak. And we need to take the time to evaluate our weaknesses and strengthen them stronger than ever. 
so we can do battle more determined, motivated, and zealous than ever before. Eight, eagles don't eat dead prey. How many people out there watching eat dead prey? In other words, you eat garbage. Physically, you eat garbage, stuff you should never eat and drink. Maybe nothing but Starbucks putrid drinks that they make with all the fancy names and, and full of sugars. And, you know, if you want to take a straight espresso, fine. A flat black coffee with nothing in it. But other than that, you are hurting your bodies. Usually, if you take it enough, you're just fat and sassy. Or at least you're fat. Usually a little sassy, too, because you don't have the discipline because of too much pride to control yourself. So that allows you to, you know, usually have a mouth that runs too much and uh, gets involved in murmuring and gossiping, complaining. Aren't you glad you tuned into this warning television program today? It helps you to examine your soul, your will, your mind and emotions, your attitudes, your appetites. Are you taking care of your body? Are you destroying it? You, you know, there's a saying, you either eat to live or you live to eat. Which is it? Do you eat to live or do you live to eat? Boy, you just go to a buffet line and you see the people that live to eat. Uh, they, they go in there and uh, their belly flops over the table and uh, they need a wheelbarrow to carry it out. That's what I see in a lot of buffets. I don't go to too many. Uh, I remember years ago... Uh, my wife said, hey, I don't even like going in there. I just see just fat people overindulging and just bellies everywhere protruding. Anyway, if you can control yourself, sometimes there's a good buffet. We are losing America because we're not strong but weak. And we need to take the time to evaluate our weaknesses. Strengthen them stronger than ever so we can do battle more determined, motivated, and zealous more than ever before. I'm a Caleb, I'm a Joshua, I will take this mountain, we will take the promised land. I'm a David, we will root the enemy. I'm Elijah, it will not rain until I say so. Hey Jezebel, get behind me, you wicked woman. Are you following me? John the Baptist, hey king, you're an adulterer. Do we have the courage to rebuke sin? Or do we want to just preserve ourselves because of our pride because when you have pride you want to preserve yourself you don't even want to be criticized so you just let everybody take over the values and beliefs that were supposed to be judeo-christian in america you let it change like they did in germany until germany wasn't free any longer hey, eagles don't eat dead prey eagles want to live healthy warm with active food as human eagles we must also be selective in whom we hang out with, what we watch, listen to, so that we can be wise, strong, and healthy. We don't want to hang out with a walking dead, diseased or polluted people who have nothing spiritually positive and life-building to say, but only talk about the values of the enemies of Jesus Christ. I hope you're listening to what I said. Who do you hang out with? Do you hang out with an eagle? Probably 15, 20 years ago in Jamaica, I preached a message in a huge church. Are you an eagle or are you a chicken? If you walk with the chickens and talk with the chickens and eat with the chickens, you're a chicken. But if you walk with the eagles and fly with the eagles and soar with the eagles and eat with the eagles, you become an eagle. So let me ask yourself, are you a chicken or are you an eagle? We want to become warriors who defeats the enemy, not a casualty of the new world order or Satan. We do not want to dwell on the past successes or failures, 
but always open for God to give new strategies and revelation on how to accomplish the mission. The walking dead can hear the truth, but never change. They hear the truth. They hear the word. They hear the word. They hear the word. The Holy Spirit convicts, convicts, convicts. They never change until there's no longer conviction. You are already damned and dead and don't know it. That's grieving the Holy Spirit. Do we understand it? It's that simple. You never let the word of God con convict you. It used to convict you, but now you close your ears and I hope he's done. You're the walking dead and you don't even know you're dead. And you're putrid and you're dead flesh. We always want to be growing, always alive, adding to our talents, not stuck in a cesspool or a swamp, decaying and dying, being not willing, but strong and capable to battle against the enemies of Jesus Christ and our nation. Don't drink from a cesspool. Don't eat from the dead flesh. What do you eat every day? You can evaluate yourself physically. You can evaluate it spiritually. What are you eating? What kind of magazines are you looking at or reading? Movies, etc. Nine egos know their identity. Egos fly with egos. They don't fly with sparrows, chickens, turkeys, crows, pigeons, ravens, or other small birds. Did you catch that? The Bible tells us that who one hangs out with is who one becomes. We want to become true eagles, leaders, people who do not get discouraged with the circumstances around us or the negative talk, etc. You know, some people don't even want to ever look at the, move, the news because it's all negative. Man, it just motivates me to represent God more. I am renewing my strength, my spiritual man inside of me. I'm angry at sin, righteous anger, because it separates people and damns them. God hates sin. He forgave sin by dying on the cross. Not so you continue in sin because there's no more sacrifice for you then. If you continue in sin, there's no grace. He's not going to die again. Stay away from the faithless, narrow-minded people who will bring you down, will kill your vision instead of building you up to accomplish the vision. You know, you listen to some people and they are vision killers. They are so negative, you can't do anything. Ten eagles test relationships. The female eagle tests the qualities of her potential mate to sire her offspring. She takes a piece of bone and flies high into the air and suddenly drops the bone. The male eagle will fly down, catch the bone, and retrieve it back to the female. This process continues until all the male eagles get tired of the test and fly away, leaving only one male behind who did not give up but persevered. The last man standing. Or the last eagle flying. This becomes her mate. You know, the strongest mate. That's what happens in the animal kingdom. As Christian eagles, we must test people who, to make sure we are not being deceived with ideas or proposals and strategies or plans before implementing them. We must develop high quality, mature people filled with wisdom, characteristics and power of God to help us save America and other nations from tyranny, slavery, possible imprisonment, and death. Great leaders like Abraham, Moses, King David, President George Washington, President Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King, and many others, including Jesus Christ, the greatest leader, all had the attributes of the American bald eagle. Nations and empires use the symbol of the eagle with reverence and importance. 
The Romans called it Jupiter, the king of the gods. It was the Roman legion's insignia representing power and courage. In mythology, the eagle carried the soul of the humans to the gods. In ancient Egypt, the eagle symbol, he symbolized the goddess, Nekbet, in the pharaoh's civilizations. In ancient North America culture, the eagle was prominent. The eagle was a sacred bird in many indigenous American cultures, and they were held sacred among many Native Americans, both in the United States and Canada. President Abraham Lincoln used the bald eagle as a mascot during the Civil War. And the eagle accompanied Company C into 40 battles. According to Wikipedia, the bald eagle was chosen on June 29, 1782 as the emblem of the United States of America. Because of its long life, great strength, majestic looks, and because it was then believed to exist only on this continent. The eagle represents freedom. Again, we represent freedom. The church. If we are not eagles, we lose. And we're led by vultures. Go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org, and subscribe to either a golden eagle, a bald eagle, or a white eagle. You can do something. Let us get back into the stadiums and lead another powerful Great Awakening through Pentecost. God bless you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.